Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast as we share the truth concerning these last days and what you must do to save yourself from the violent times that are just ahead. Today's podcast is a word of truth accounting of the end times. The end is coming. The end is near. Today's podcast is entitled End Times 230, The Sequence of the Restoration, Part 1. The podcast's objectives are analyze the difference between messengers past and messengers present, analyze the prophecy of the Valley of Dry Bones, reveal seven major events that occurred during the restoration of the nation, and analyze the spiritual death witnessed at the beginning of the restoration of the nation. This lesson contains timelines and other visuals. Therefore, if you are listening to the podcast, I advise you to watch the video version on our website or YouTube or request a PDF of the lesson so you can add the visual effect. The power to piece together. Now, in the most recent podcast, we analyzed the fourth of the seven guidelines for the restoration of the nation of Israel. That is the messenger, explicitly the men and women who have been spiritually licensed to prophesy the restoration throughout history. In this podcast, we will analyze the fifth guideline as we take one step closer to proving the restoration of the nation is an authentic prophetic event. And it was indeed the first season in these last days. If you recall, the sequence is the fifth of the seven guidelines for establishing every word of prophecy. That is, the order of the events within the prophecy, which will reveal how the prophecy will happen and how the events will unfold. This is where things become very interesting. Specifically, a key difference between modern-day prophets and the prophets who were anointed to write the scriptures. Consider this. The prophets who came before us did not always understand the sequence of the prophecies they witnessed and documented. At a high level, they beheld the prophetic wheel and they wrote down what they saw. Or the Spirit moved on them and inspired them to author the invisible foundations of prophecies which they and others witness with their spiritual eyes. Now, in summary, the prophets in times past were instruments the Father used to introduce the message of prophecy. They were producers. They provided future generations with the content and the context of every word of prophecy. As for me, and the 10,000s who came after these, we are as the rest.
We are consumers. We are ingesting the prophetic word. And by the spirit, we understand what is soon to come. However, there is a key factor that not only separates us from our contemporaries within the invisible body of Yahushua Messiah, this key factor also separates us from the prophets of yore. Consider this. Unlike the holy prophets who wrote the scriptures, the messengers of this day are better positioned to understand the sequence of prophecy for the simple fact that we have the text at our disposal. This allows us to utilize the full breadth of the prophetic word to not only understand the message, but to understand the sequence of individual prophecies and prophecies universally. Thanks to those who have come before us and the spirit of Elohim, which has been at work, we have the power to piece together every word of prophecy and to provide our congregations with a comprehensive understanding of the end times and what they should expect to occur in these last days and when. The Valley of Dry Bones. Now, in this order, I have created a timeline capturing the sequence of all the major events which occurred during the restoration of the nation of Israel. Here again, this is the only season in these last days which has already passed. Before I unveil this timeline, we must consider the foundational scripture passage for this inaugural season in these last days. Enter Ezekiel's vision of the Valley of Dry Bones. Ezekiel 37, 1-14 reads, The hand of Yahuwah was upon me, and took me out by the Spirit of Yahuwah, and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was filled with bones. And he made me pass among them, all around. And see, there were very many on the surface of the valley, and see, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, would these bones live? And I said, O Master Yahuwah, you know. Again, he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and you shall say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of Yahuwah. Thus said the Master Yahuwah to these bones, See, I am bringing into you my spirit, and you shall live. And I shall put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am Yahuwah. And I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise and there was a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to bone. And I looked and saw sinews and flesh came upon them, and skin covered them, 
but there was no spirit in them. He then said to me, prophesy to the spirit, prophesy, son of man, and you shall say to the spirit, thus said the master Yahuwah, come from the four winds, O spirit, and breathe on these killed ones so that they live. And I prophesied as he commanded me, and the spirit came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet, a very great army. And he said to me, Son of man, these bones are all the house of Israel. See, they say our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves have been cut off. Therefore, prophesy, and you shall say to them, Thus said the Master Yahuwah, See, O my people, I am opening your burial sites, and shall bring you up from your burial sites, and shall bring you into the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am Yahuwah, when I open your burial sites, my people, and bring you up from your burial sites. And I shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall settle you in your own land. And you shall know that I, Yahuwah, have spoken, and I have done it, declares Yahuwah. To revive the spirit. Now, it was imperative for me to review this pivotal passage for two primary reasons. One, it is the focal passage of scripture concerning the restoration of the nation. And two, it accounts for the majority of the seasons which constitute the restoration of the nation of Israel. On this wise, each of the seven seasons in these last days are made up of smaller seasons. These sub-seasons, or main events, are the signs which validate the broader season. Along these lines, there are seven main events that make up the restoration of the nation of Israel. Seeing as this season has already passed, you should consider these seven events as the seven signs which confirm the first season in these last days is over. For each event has come, and each event has gone. Per the timeline below, you can clearly see the seven major events which made up the restoration of the nation of Israel. They are spiritual death, the rise of the messengers, the dissemination of the message, the unification of the nation, spiritual renaissance, the healing of the nation, and the preparation of the nation. Now, the first event is spiritual death, which describes the state of the nation at the turn of the most recent century. If you are Israel and you've been paying attention, then you don't need me to go into the physical details that bear witness to our former spiritual estate. 
neither do you need for me to validate the relationship between our spiritual service to Elohim and our physical reality. What we need is to confirm this reality with the word of truth, and we shall, beginning with the word spoken by Ezekiel, the prophet. Explicitly, in Ezekiel 37.5, Elohim declares, See, I am bringing into you a spirit, and you shall live. This declaration confirms the state of spiritual death, which preceded the initiation of this season. Isaiah 57.15 reads, For thus declares the high and exalted one, who dwells forever, whose name is set apart. I dwell in the high and set apart place with him who has a bruised and humble spirit. To revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of bruised ones. Like Ezekiel, Isaiah confirms the spiritual state of death upon Israel prior to the restoration of the nation. And let's not forget the word spoken by Hosea, which gave us the starting point for this inaugural season. Hosea 6.2 After two days, he shall revive us. On the third day, he shall raise us up, so that we live before him. He chose us to be revived. These things being what they are, I am quite sure many honest believers have many honest questions concerning these matters. For the sake of time, I will address one and rely upon you to reach out to me or your spiritual leaders if you have others. The question, if the nation of Israel was spiritually dead prior to the restoration, what does that mean for those of us who receive the Holy Spirit as members of the church circuit? A critical question emits a complex answer, and thus I will answer this question in three parts. Fundamentally, it is possible to have received the Spirit of Elohim and yet be in need of a revival. This is true for even the most ardent and faithful believers. Here is why. It is impossible to have life in abundance and full in the spirit if you do not have access to all truth. At best, you would have life in part, and thus there would remain a part of you that would need to be restored with the truth you do not yet possess. This interest point speaks to the realities of all who received the Spirit prior to the restoration of the nation. Seeing as Elohim had reserved certain facets of truth for this season, it was impossible for any man or woman to have access to all truth. This brings us to the focal part, 
that is, our reception of the Spirit in times past was a catalyst of our acceptance of the truth concerning the restoration. For even when we were in the church circuit, we embraced every form of truth the Spirit revealed to us. Therefore, when the restoration of the nation began, we continued in the spiritual path we had prior adopted. We continued in our persistent acceptance of truth. And those areas within us which were spiritually dead, per the dispensation of blindness, were quickened and made alive. This brings us to the critical part of the equation, the third and final point I would make. That is, the same way Israel is a nation within a nation, those who would be restored by the Spirit would represent a subset of all who had once received the Spirit. As I have said before, many will receive the Spirit, but only a faithful few will submit themselves to Him and follow the truth in order that they should survive. Yahuwah knew this before the beginning, and thus, before these last days had ever come, he had chosen us to be revived. Now, here is the final word. The beginning of restoration is understanding and appreciating your former state of death. This is critical to understand for many who claim to be Israel have been infected with a pharisaical spirit. Tis an anti-Mashiach spirit which compels men and women to believe they are better than what they really are. Alas, these individuals do not see their former state of death, and this is a testament against them. They never developed a love for the truth. And this isn't even the most dangerous part. That would be the fact that their perspective is incongruent to the Father's. What value, then, do we have if we do not see ourselves how he sees us? He is the judge. And thus, if your view of yourself does not mirror his, your faith is in vain. Beware, you will die in your sin. On the other hand, if you have the mind of Yahushua Messiah, then you are not magnifying yourself higher than you should. For we understand our former state of death, and yet we praise Elohim, for even our death is working for our good. Now, here is what's next. We can play today's podcast, End Times 2.30, The Sequence of the Restoration, Part 1. And the next podcast is entitled, End Times 2.32, The Sequence of the Restoration, Part 2. I will post this podcast on Monday, October 9th, 
2023. Until then, my friends, continue to be led by the spirit of Elohim. Continue to watch. Continue to pray. Continue in fasting. And most of all, continue to be focused. For the end is coming. The end is near. <laughs>